the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffle Podcast, episode 195. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hello, Unruffled listeners. We are popping in at the top of the show to share with you several ways that you can help support the podcast. First, you can become a patron of the show by donating to our Patreon fundraising campaign. Please consider supporting our consistent effort in bringing you weekly content on creativity and recovery, all for less than the price of a latte. For just a dollar an episode, you will receive early access to each week's show as our way of saying thank you. If every listener did this, we would be over the moon. The link to our Patreon campaign is www.patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. And that's not it. You can share our show on social media or with your friends, and you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on iTunes. All of this helps our little show immensely. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now on to the show. Happy new year, my friend. Happy new year. Oh, oh my gosh. I you believe it? It's over. 2020 is over. It's over. <laughs> Although as we're recording, we're still not over. <laughs> but when this releases, we I know, will be over. I know. And over. and it will feel like Groundhog Day, I think for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not usually pessimistic, but I am trying to be realistic. And uh, yeah, we are not out of a pandemic. We're yeah. not out of anything. And so... My goodness. Yeah, I know. I, I think I was listening to our past podcast and I have such like, I'm so jubilant and I'm so excited. And and maybe it's because the actual year hasn't turned for us when we're recording this. Cause I was thinking about that energy too. Like I haven't, we, we don't have a new year's, I don't have a new year's day to report out on, right? Like what I did on new year's day. And typically that's what we talk about too. Um, but do you have any plans for new year's day or do you? Well, oh, I'd love to talk about that. So normally, you know, on New Year's Day or the last couple of years, we've done a polar bear plunge at Barton Springs, Yeah. but <clears throat> I was looking at the Barton Springs schedule about a week ago and, and saw that they're closed. Uh, I can't even hardly even say that without starting to cry. And I just, it flattened me. It just totally flattened me for a minute. Hmm. And, um, you know, they're closing out of, out of, um precautions, mm-hmm. COVID precautions. Um, a lot of people go there on, on New Year's Day to do the polar bear plunge. And I'm sure they just, you know, are preemptive, you know, thinking there was no way they could safely wrangle that with just, you know, there's like the, the, it's run by a lot of teenagers, mostly, you know, <laughs> that are lifeguards and that kind of thing that, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't have handled that during COVID, but boy, it flattened me. Hmm. And, um, you know, I had, I, I saw my friend's bike a couple, about a week ago. I went to her property to sh- photograph a little tiny wedding. And, um, we were talking about, and I'm sure 
you probably heard this sentiment before, like what you do on your stay um, informs your year. And um, I was just really bummed out about about the Bart Springs thing, just so bummed out. And so, you know, I told my husband, I'm like, we got to make a plan for New Year's Day or I'm going to cry all day. I'm going to be depressed. Mm-hmm. And um, so we did, we jumped into action and we found a state park that that's kind of close by. It's about an hour or so drive. And we were able to, res- um, to make a reservation. We, we tried a couple of state parks and they were already full because, you know, people are just, I mean, you're thinking like us, right? Right. <laughs> and so, but we found one that we like that we've only been to once. And so it'll be fun to go back. In fact, the first time and only time we went, I was still drinking. And we've talked about this particular part before my husband and I, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really remember it Hmm. much because I was, I'm a positive. I was hung over that day. And so I'm now I'm looking forward to New Year's day. (laughs) Um, I'm looking forward to going back. We're going to take a picnic and, um, and there's a waterfall there that you have to hike to. And so I'm, I'm now I'm super excited about New Year's Day because yep, I'll be in nature and feel grounded. And that's exactly how I want to feel for the entire year. So Mm, I like that. Yeah. I'm usually, um, pretty introspective and, um, intentional on New Year's Day. Um, I listened to the episode from last year and I just want to let our listeners know at the top of the show, this is our fourth year doing this, where we kind of do this New Year's evolution and talk about our practices and what we do. And, um, the first year was episode 39. Um, and then there was episode 92 and then episode 145. And in listening, re-listening last night to episode 145, you did talk about Barton Springs and how your son went in last year with you and the year before he hadn't. Mm -hmm. And it just made me think about those kind of, you know, the makeshift baptism of doing that kind of, um, ritual. Oh, I know. And I, I'm going to miss it desperately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, I don't think this waterfall is something you're supposed to like walk into, but I just <laughs> Maybe. I'll be the crazy <laughs> crown lady taking off her clothes and embarrassing her kids. Right. Right on. Okay. I can't wait to hear about the follow-up episode <laughs> of this when you got bail money or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a month or so ago, I, the weekend after Thanksgiving, that Sunday after Thanksgiving, I had rallied some ladies to go, um, go into the ocean and gosh, it was so good. Sandra, it was felt so good. And mm-hmm. I thought I'd want to do that on new year's day. Um, but I don't, the, the thing that we talked about the women that I met with is that we would do it on the first Sunday of every month in 2021. And so part of me was like, oh, New Year's Day is the day to do it. Although everybody in the world is going to be out at the ocean, I know. And mm-hmm. um, it's supposed to be raining here for the next 10 days in a row and windy. So it's going to be optimum to head out to the ocean. But I still want to do it. And so I think, I think I'm going to do it on the Sunday. It's with my, um, my friend who, who was my art professor in college. And uh, I think we're just going to do it, the two of us, and we'll go out there and do our little baptism and get out. And, um, but new year's day, I just, I don't know. It's, I don't feel like how I felt in the past to be quite honest. And I don't mean to be a Debbie downer, but I just don't, I don't feel like, I feel like it's pensive and cautious this year and yeah, real. I'm being a realist about what's to come. 
Mm-hmm. And I kind of carefully want to, not carefully, I want to deliberately go into this year with kind of eyes wide open. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'd like to think that I always do that, but it, there was kind of this giggle and joy to us last year when I listened to like so much possibility and so much travel was on our horizon. I just, I'd forgotten that we were going to go see Erin Cross Street and we were going to have this, you know, we'd planned on seeing her last year and our Italy uh, retreat and all of the things of travel that you and I had really dreamed up together. Um, So bittersweet to listen to those old episodes. It seems like a lifetime ago, actually. Oh, I'm going to get a little teary because it's just, yeah, accepting what is has been quite the journey this year for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I was really, um, you know, I've kind of forced myself to stop the last week or so because uh, since the pandemic hit, I mean, I have worked almost every day. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've not taken any time, any day, like not even a full freaking day off. And that's just not good. I I don't recommend that to anyone, but in reflecting on this year, you know, we took a vacation, um, the beginning of March. And then as soon as we got back, we were in, you know, complete quarantine Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I usually use my vacations to force the stop (laughs) and I haven't had that. I haven't had those. And, um, boy, I tell you what, when I stop doing, that's when all the emotions come Mm. and, um, you know, and I'm really faced, uh, you know, to realize how much I avoid and all the doing, um, emotions is what I mean, you know, um, just fear and anxiety and self-doubt, like all every everything has been coming up for me and just sadness appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a time, it's a time to recognize loss and not just, not just personal loss. And if you've, you know, experienced personal loss, I grieve with you too, but just um, collective loss, just the collective loss of this year. Yeah, there, there is a definite grieving process that's happening. And I think we, I just got, a, you know, a full on education this year on, you know, things don't go as planned. And uh, we could, I could make all the predictions last January 1st and get giddy and excited with you, which I don't want to lose that excitement either and kind of lust for life. No. I don't, I don't want to lose that. But I've been schooled, right? We've all been schooled in like, the unthinkable has happened to this country in many ways. And um, I don't know, just the culmination of all of it and everything that 2020 brought just, uh, yeah, there's grief and there's um, a little sitting with it. And so, um, yeah, I I don't have a lot of forward projections for this year. I don't have a lot of, um, you know, it's not that I don't have hope. I, I, I don't I haven't lost that, but I don't have, I think I'm just, it's more of a realist um, perspective. Like living in the now is, is never been a bigger lesson, right? The whole wrong right. be here now. Like mm-hmm. I only have these 24 hours and I've said that before. And I think I practice it, but now it's like this year has really dr- just kind of brought that home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's what I was 
getting at um, yeah. the last podcast we recorded, just, you know, managing mm-hmm. expectations, keeping them very low, mm-hmm. <laughs> just low expectations. Right. <laughs> right. Um, before I know we've kind of already just begun and, and just, I know I'm horrible at segues, you know that, but did you have anything that you wanted to promote before we kind of get in? I know that work is kind of a thing for us that we've had to readjust over the last year and our courses and classes and things. Is there anything that you want to promote before we keep moving on? Um, I, you know, the only thing I have to promote right now is, um, change your story. That's just working with me one-on-one and, um, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, how, how I plan, what my intentions are for this coming year. So, and, and career and business. So we'll get to that then. Okay, perfect. Um, But go ahead. Do you have anything? No, no, I don't. My class launched the invitation and I'm happy with it. And I just, um, I just didn't know if you had anything before we kind of moved through the show. Not, Not yet. Okay. We'll get to that. Then we can talk work. Both of us can do that. Um, so do you want to start off with like talking about our word for the year? I know we both sure. practice that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, why don't you go? I mean, okay. mine is not a <laughs> monumental thing at all, but okay. I, I'm still swirling around. Put it this way. I have a word. I think that I might even change my mind, but why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. Well, that's kind of the beauty of the word though. I think it has to, just like I heard, again, re-listening to us last night talk, it was interesting just talking about how uh, you said, you said these words and I quote, uh, <laughs> no, I forgot it. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I was so ready no, for that. No, you said you I, said using the tarot deck for the year ahead spread was an invitation to your intuition. And okay. Okay. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and I think that the word of the year is, is the same. I think yeah. that kind of um, really briefly, when I started doing this practice, this is my 12th year of picking a word. Um, but when I started it was at a yoga studio at a four hour yoga class on new year's day. And the yoga instructor had just kind of invited us to write down on an index card, you know, our intention for the year. And so what was fun last night, I went and looked at all my words. And so here's the evolution starting in 2010 and I'll just move forward, but be present was what I wrote. Now these are until 2015, I was still drinking. So listen, listen to these pre sober words that I was wanting to manifest in my life. Be present, balance, moderation, let it go and acceptance. And then once I got sober, my words were shed, work, dare, grace, honor, change. And Mm -hmm. It's just interesting to me, those themes that were before about being present, wanting more balance in my life, moderation, I need to let some things go and acceptance. Those things, when I was still drinking, I was pining for recovery and I didn't even know it, Sandra, you know, it was in me, like those words that popped up that I wanted. And so I feel like this exercise of picking a word is, um, I don't know, it's just deeply spiritual and personal and important. And so what I like to do is do a word map 
and see where it kind of grows, where the connections are. I pay attention to what I'm listening to, books I'm reading, the conversations I'm having, and words will kind of pop out to me. Um, and so the word that I, I thought I had it, just like what you were saying, I thought I had it. And then I received this present in the mail from a friend and a student of mine that drew me a compass. And I've talked about trying to be my own true north. And I even made some compass art in your class, Sandra, when we did the Joan of Arc. And I wear a compass ring where the north points uh, towards my heart. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I wonder if compass is my word. Hmm. So I wrote it down on my list and thought about it. And then I thought, well, maybe encompass is the word maybe to encompass all the things that I've been learning and picking up along the way. And then as these things happen, as you're experiencing right now, and then I was like, no, I don't think that's it. And I went back to the word that had been calling out to me and the word that I chose is expand. I'm going to go ahead and stay with the word that I originally picked because I felt like, I felt like I'm ready for that. I've been going inward for so long and thinking so hard for these last two years within my marriage and kind of my personal life and situation that I'm ready to kind of go out. I'm ready to expand these practices. I'm ready to expand my consciousness. I'm ready to expand my life and get a little bit bigger and take up a little bit more space. And mm. um, I think I'm going to keep it. And that's going to be my word for the year for sure. But I love the process of figuring it out. I do too. I do too. I don't make a word map, but I did make a list and, you know, I rattled off some of them, you know, during the last podcast, it was like nurture, focus, grounded, tangible is a word that I keep coming back to. Um, and then, you know, after I wrote my list, then I did my year ahead spread and my, um, theme for, um, the year, of 2021 is the nine of wands, which also happens to be as, you know, magical as the tarot, the wild and known tarot deck is happens to also be my December card. So that's an interesting Ooh. transition, same card. Um, Wait a minute. Hold on. Help me with the that. nine of wands is kind of, well, it's about like, basically, you know, if how you, do you get it twice, I'm sorry. I just, I don't, how do you get it twice? No, my December card card for this year. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. My December card for 2020. Um, Got it. yeah, is now also my theme card for 2021. So it's like hmm. an interesting transition, right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, if, if there's like a, one way you could sum up the nine of wands for me, it's like, um, you know, the phrase it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, like you, you've worked really hard. Maybe you can see some kind of uh, reward or some kind of end point, but you have to like nurture yourself, tend to yourself, you know, to preserve your stamina mm -hmm. and, and, um, you know, but have the confidence that you can keep going. And, um, so I think tend is my word. Ooh. I keep coming back to it and it just encompasses a lot of things, a lot of those ideas for me, like 
nurture, grounded, mm-hmm. even tangible, authentic, you know, it kind of comes back to all of those. So I think that tend is my word. Oh, we'll I see That's a if great it changes, word. but mm-hmm. great word. Yeah. So it's not very lofty. <laughs> like my last year's word or this year's word. Was. Well, remind, remind the listeners in case you didn't hear what your last year word was. It was um, elevate. And, mm-hmm. you know, that has comes with a lot of expectation. <laughs> right. Right. But you yeah. talked, we talked in our last episode, how that modified for you. Sure. Yeah. And, and tends feels more, um, I don't know, tend feels kind of goes in with the theme of lowering my expectations. Well, it's a great word. I'm looking at, so I keep this 1986 uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary in my desk drawer. It's from when I was working at a law firm and tend it's to apply oneself to your affairs, to take care of, to manage the operations of, and then the synonym is mind, watch, and attend. And then the second definition is to move or develop one's course in a particular direction to show an inclination or a tendency. I love that, Sandra, to manage the operations of yeah. so many things for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Managing my affairs. That feels right. Yeah. That oh, feels I love right. That with care. Right. And intention. Yeah. I really am thinking a lot about intention too. Like I really, um, gosh, I've been thinking a lot about social media the last month and, um, how I feel like my presence in social media, especially Instagram, I, um, I'm ready to change, ready to change. I, um, gosh, I've been thinking about it for a while. And, and, and as I say these next couple of sentences, this is by no means to shame anyone for how they use Instagram. Mm -hmm. I use Instagram. (laughs) Right. Um, So, um, but I really am ready to disengage from platform building, brand building, any Mm -hmm. of that. I'm, I'm, withdrawing from that I just um I just uh well okay so here's my thoughts about it um in order to do that right in order to build a brand or a platform you have to produce a whole lot of content Mm -hmm. and and in thinking about this and thinking about how to do that ethically it feels for me as a person who is in recovery from addiction um it feels irresponsible for me to have my followers which aren't very many but even so um indulge in something that is a very real addiction right social media mm-hmm. and phone use and um and I, it just doesn't feel right anymore for me. Hmm. And, and um, so it's not like I'm not going to post or even promote occasionally when I have something to promote, but my posts are probably going to be, you know, a place to share my art, including, you know, what I write and my life 
-hmm. and it might not be so aesthetically beautiful all the time. Um, but I've just been, it's just weighing on me heavily. Mm. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's one of the, the, the changes I think I'm making for 2021. Mm. It's interesting. Cause you said something about that in last year's episode too. Mm, yeah. You said Obviously you gonna, it's, you were going to weigh on my heart. Yeah. You were going to change your feed to be more of your art. Yeah. And to just you weren't going to have as much maybe family stuff, but you were going to have um, art as your focus and what the things that you make. And um, yeah, you know, Instagram, I have some friends that, that, that do really think about it a lot. I, I don't know. I've been posting less and less on my feed. I do my stories because I like to have a little engagement with my community on the stories. Um, but I still think it's such a beautiful place for me. I love, I'm visually stimulated by so many other artists that I get to follow on there. You know, I love that. And I like, like when you share on your stories, other people that you follow Sandra and things, I love going down those rabbit holes of like um, finding new people. And, uh, but then there also is a time we just need to be quiet, right? <laughs> just need mm -hmm. to be quiet, all the visual noise and take a break. But I'm, I can do that whenever I want. Like that's totally up to me, but you're right. It is a very addictive um, platform for sure. For sure. Um, I've been working hard this last year to create um, and not be on there as well um, by creating my own community, which is what I did with this class that I launched and um, creating a, mm -hmm. a community in Mighty Networks. And so that's where I'll be spending a lot of my time this year rather than on Instagram. It will be in community with my students. And I'm really yeah, same, same. I'm really mm -hmm. excited about that. Yeah, that's one of the yeah, I love it. I love the you know, I've only tapped in just recently and I love what you've done there and I look forward to seeing how it grows. I um I'm doing the same. Yeah. You know, so my newsletters will be my primary way I want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And um I'm going to work real hard in January. I think moving everything over to um, Squarespace has a new um, platform offering now as well. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what it's going to look like, but I think that that that's where I'm going to focus. I just really, um, you know, again, for the seventh year in a row, I think I'm thinking about going back to school, mm -hmm. but I just really am looking out as like a multi-year plan that, I, I, I want to create a career that's not, um, that doesn't rely on Instagram. <laughs> For sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I'll say hell yes to that. Well, I mean, it, and it's been helpful and useful, but I think what's really beautiful in having this be called our new year's evolution episode is that we have evolved and listening to those past episodes. And I, that's what I love about us too, Sandra, is that we walk the walk and, we're, we're talking here every week and we have lovely loyal listeners and friends and people that we know now through the podcast. And I hope the one thing that we can, um, or that we have demonstrated is that, yeah, um, we can shift and change and roll with the punches too. And that we're not stagnant and we're not so fixed on something that we can adapt. I think being adaptable as an artist, um, and a creative person is, is, is so key. That's how you survive. I think. 
And um, I like how we're evolving and changing and growing. And um, yeah, I, I couldn't, I was looking at this Squarespace option as well. And it just overwhelmed me because I didn't quite know how to do it all. But um, I've really enjoyed being in community this year um, with the creative consulting group that I'm part of. And it's been great because they do Zoom calls a couple times a month. And by just being in their community, I've seen how it works. And I was like, oh, okay, I could totally do this. Like, this is fantastic. Um, so we'll see how it goes after my class ends. The, the, the students will have the opportunity to stay in community with me and um, you know, either live journal every week or do something with me every week. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But yeah. I can only think as far as like it. next week, <laughs> what I'm doing in the class next week. Yes. I can't ahead so far, but I like that for both of us. And I think we're, you know, that's where we're, we're similar in a lot of ways and we do things differently as well. But I think we're on the same page of, of um, kind of how we're operating. Yeah. 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 I just really, um, I keep, that's a community is another word that I keep coming back to as well. And, and um, I, while I love checking in on my friends at Insta and in, on Instagram, I love that. And I love supporting friends there and, and getting support there, you know, mm -hmm. I, the, those connections do feel real. It's not the community though, that I'm craving. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's where I am a plant, you know, I am a, if the plant isn't on paper necessarily I'm at least a dreamer mm -hmm. <laughs> and schemer right. and you know so I'm thinking of this yeah I'm thinking about how I want to feel yeah. and I want to feel in community um and so yeah that's that's it for me yeah. um I like it yeah and then school who knows what that's going to look like I I actually sent some emails to a couple of counselors from some Texas universities here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Again, um, I have to get on it if I even want to start in the fall and I have no money for university. So I, you know, I'm going to be applying for every scholarship I possibly can. Okay. And, um, I have questions. Yeah. Okay. So this leads me into what I wanted to follow up last year you were doing your own school you were doing you were going to the library this is what the episode we talked about last year and this year was going to be the year that you were kind of investigating all these big tomes and you were doing your own education mm -hmm. this year i want to ask you how did that go and obviously it's led you to this decision that you do want to go back to school so i'm can you tell me like how it went and when what is driving you there like because i was really last night i was like oh, i gotta ask her about that yeah you know i loved the, um, my deep dive into the Enneagram this year, that was really, really fulfilling for me. And, um, but you know, it's like, sometimes I feel like I need to make this big leap or this huge pivot, like, you know, 180 pivot. Mm -hmm. but then sometimes I just need to remember what I already do well uh -huh. <laughs> and just take that like make another incarnation of that uh -huh. and I see the power of create having a creative pursuit and recovery we see it every week 
mm-hmm. with women that we talk to and interact with in our secret Facebook group um, and online. And I would love to take that into my community, into mm-hmm. a physical space. How will that work? I don't know. Will it be a private practice? Will it be a nonprofit? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. This, I don't really know the specifics, but I have been investigating like then what kind of degree would that be? And I think it would be a master's in social work and then getting licensed. Mm-hmm. Um, I already have a sociology degree, so it's uh, not the same thing, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's in that liberal arts college. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I love working with the women that I work with, which are, I'm just going to say it, they're usually uh, white middle to upper class women. Mm-hmm. And I love, and that's, you know, I'm white and middle class. And, you know, so those are the women that I identify with. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to take the power of creativity and recovery into other communities mm-hmm. and in prox- community and proximity, meaning like in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I could do that without having some like real you know, letters behind my name or, you know, just some deeper learning that I can't manage myself at the Mm -hmm. library. Well, you did all of this investigative work, which is leading you to the decision and the knowing, right. That that's what you want to do. I love it. It led you right to where you needed to be. And it feels like a good career for the second half of my life that again, is not dependent on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, well, I mean, Will I still, uh, yeah, I just don't, uh, there's a lot of questions. I'm, I'm, I'm asking more questions and following curiosity than I have answers for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am looking forward to um, offering the last 30 days again. I got some great feedback from my little few little students I had, and it's been Mm -hmm. wonderful. You gave me some really wonderful feedback. And I think there is a second version of it um, that needs to be born as well. And I look forward to, you know, until we can get back into real life contact again, I look forward to continuing building that out as a community space too. I love those four weeks, Sandra, and my journal again, like when I take the Amanda Grace classes, I have that little book that I put my stuff in. And then now yours is in there as well. And it, when I open up that little book, it makes me so happy. It's like a flood of memories. So it's like I'm collaging things that have meaning, but it's also like a double meaning that I made it with my friends, that my my teachers are women that I know and that I admire and that I get to collaborate with and that I respect. And then I get to be in community with other women and get to grow that, you know, that circle and kind of have it expand. And and I just loved it. And so it's sitting right next to me on my desk, right right near my floor. I have a couple of binders and books and I just pick it up and just look at it. I'm just like, Oh, I can't wait till we do the next one. Like it was so great. I know. And you know, when I think about like, what can I do every day for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what it is. It's to make (laughs) art with women in recovery. Mm -hmm. I can do that every day for the rest of my life. And yeah. so, you know, how can I, can that be my career? I think it can. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, it absolutely. It can. Yeah, it is. You're already making that happen. You're already making that happen. Um, last year, um, not 2020, but, um, 2019, when I got certified in art for healing, I went and got trained in this certification. It was a seven day intensive. I was going to be taking art for healing exercises into recovery homes, jails, and institutions. That was my, that was going to be my new job. And once this year hit, (laughs) right. Um, I was finishing up the proof of life class and then that could not be, it just cannot be. So I still have that training. I still have it. Um, But what I was surprised about a lot this year, Sandra, is that when this all shook down in March, when everything started getting locked down, um, I really thought I would make $0 this year. Yeah, same. And it has been, um, my word for the year last year was change. And so adapting to change and having the time, I mean, I don't even know if I can give this justice to what I'm going to say, but I know you understand having the time and the space to be with myself this year, to not busy myself outside of my home, to not busy myself in other physical relation with other people. You know what I mean? And give my time away in that way. I got to do it and connect online and in different ways for sure. You know, it wasn't like I was completely isolated from humans, but physically very much so. And I needed all that time to gestate, you know, and so many things were born this year and um, shifted and did transform like the way that we're working, the way that we're thinking, the way that we're even talking at the, at the beginning of this year is so different than how we did last year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we still have ideas. We still have direction. um, But I feel like I'm a little more like the word you used earlier focused. Mm -hmm. I want to be in community and I could do what I do sitting at my desk every day, I go down the rabbit holes of um, investigation, of um, curiosity, like you said. And then I could do that every single day. I wish, just wish I could get paid for sitting at my desk <laughs> journaling. <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying to find a way to do that and to share what I do. And um, I don't know, this year has been fruitful in that department for me. And I'm looking forward to really trusting um, myself as well as uh, God's plan, the universe's plan for me. And that's hard to do for somebody who is more on the, um, I want to control the situation to feel safe. It's been hard to trust that it's all going to be okay. And like, it's not like magic, but just knowing that I know myself well enough that I'm going to get through. And so this year for the word expand, it's like, I know that I'm going to be able to expand things. And I know that last year taught me a lot. It taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, so gear ahead spread. I know you said what your card of the year was. Is there mm-hmm. a way that you do it that you want to share with the listeners at all? Or um, I've done this for about, this is my f- fourth fifth year to do it I can't honestly can't remember 2016 my third 16 see I got my cards in 2016 so maybe 2017 was the first year that Mm -hmm. I that I did it Mm -hmm. um but the way I do it so the wild and known by Kim Kranz is a tarot deck she drew the deck and wrote all the descriptions and she used to just sell it she just used to sell it on her site 
and which was called the wild unknown. And, um, and she had a blog there and everything. And then, and then I think the cards got picked up by like a major publisher. And, um, so then it kind of, you know, it became, I guess it's not her baby anymore. Right. right. Um, so I noticed just the other day, cause I was going to share the blog post of how to do the, mm-hmm. she used to have a blog post there of how to do how she did the, um, the year ahead spread, but the blog is gone now. They don't have the blog anymore, taking it down. And so, but it's, it's really, really simple. I can even explain it verbally and you'll get it without a visual. Um, you, uh, pull a card for January and place it kind of at the top. And then you pull a card for each month and you place them around us in a circle. Um, and then your 13th card, you pull is your um, theme for the year and you put that in the center. And I always tell people, don't forget to take a photo of it. Right. <laughs> um, now there's other variations like you, I don't shuffle in between. Some people do. Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah. I don't either. I just kind of pulled the, the 13 that are on the top, mm-hmm. um, but you can shuffle in between. You can start with your theme card and even, and then go January and around in a circle, um, clockwise. So there's, you know, different variations, but that's sort of it mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And, um, I just love the practice. I love putting it in the beginning of my journal for the year and writing out all the descriptions and I refer back to it all year. It's, um, you know, it's not, I don't base decisions on it or anything. Right. <laughs> it's just something I enjoy. Yeah. Well, I do the same. And I think the year, um, the year that you might've gotten your deck is the year Hillary, our friend Hillary sent me, um, I was traveling to see Casey on new year's day. Um, and it was about a, a couple, like a month and a half before she passed away. And on New Year's Day, Hillary said, do you want me to do your tarot spread for the year? And I was like, sure. So she texted me individually, my cards, the meanings. She started in January. So the drive for me to go to Vegas was uh, about three or four hours long. And so the whole way I was getting these downloads from her and I wish I had saved or written it down or done something. I wasn't in that frame of mind then. It was really comforting to hear what she had to say. And then my theme for the year. And I just wish I could remember it all. My, my headspace was somewhere else. Um, but I knew that I wanted to do it and I knew that you were doing it. And I was like, oh, I would like to investigate that more. And so I do very much what you do um, and put it in my, um, my weekly calendar um, that sits on my desk and I take a picture of it. But my card for last year was the two of wands which is determination, direction, personal power, and originality. And that, that was a great card for me for last year, especially with my word change. It really kind of was a guidepost, you know, kind of keeping me on the path. Um, and so in the reading, here's what the last paragraph said from Carrie Mallon, who, who does a deeper dive into what the wild unknown cards mean. She said, the two of wands is an invitation to step up to the plate. And says more. And then at the end, it says, or reclaim your ability to direct universal energy in your unique way. And I feel like it was a, it was a great, 
you know, that was a great card. It talked about harnessing my energy and making bold moves and that you were a creator. Um, and it says the two of wands asks you to acknowledge your power and to step fully into it, even when doing so is outside your comfort zone. And I think like I kind of wavered last year when I was going to release the proof of life project. And um, I went ahead and did it and I had great, I had great time with the students in there. But then when it came time to create this other class, I realized it's been here all along. All the things I do are in what I teach in proof of life, but I just need to simplify it. I need to keep it super simple. And I really wavered on whether I was a teacher or not. And I just remembered what Natha had told me as well in the reading. I think she'd said that to you as well, that when looking at our, your chart about being more of a teacher and stepping into it is what she told me. Instead of being the student, mm -hmm. it was time for me to step into being a teacher as well. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so I feel like it was a beautiful card this year. I did the same thing as you picked my cards, took my picture, waited for the right day that felt right to do it. And my card of the year is mother of cups, which I keep wanting mm. to say, I keep wanting to say is like mother of dragons, but it's not the same thing, <laughs> but um, psychic, insightful, empathic, empathetic, I'm sorry, empathetic and heart centered. Mm. And that feels Yeah, right. I think she has, yeah, she, I think she has some things in common with the, with the um, what is the female uh, major arcana card? The Empress, right? Yeah, I think she has some things in I common think with you're the right. Empress and the Queen. Yeah. The Empress and the Queen and the High Priestess. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. Who doesn't want that as their card for the year? I want it. The High Priestess. <laughs> yeah. 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 My, my. I love that. I love that. Um, that's about intuition. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. It said her intuition can seem almost magical. She easily senses what type of care and love is needed in any given situation. And she represents yeah. an aspect of the human psyche. Um, and she's closely related to, uh, they say the queen too. The queen of cups is sometimes um, has, is a adept in the watery energy of emotions. Is that me or what song? <laughs> watery energy. <laughs> um, but the mother of cups reminds us that intuition, trust, and whole spectrum of human emotion can and should be integrated into our daily lives. So I'm looking forward to having her as a guide. Mm, I love that. Year. Yeah. Yeah. I talked about, so my, my theme card for 2020 was also a wands card, you know, so this, the wands, um, uh, cards are about like inspiration and creativity, goals, mm. dreams, ambitions, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and last year I, or 2020, my theme card was the eight of wands, which is so funny. It's like about sudden movement or change. And I thought it was going to be about travel. <laughs> <Isn't that> cute. <laughs> so I like, cute. It's like, this is about travel. I'm going to do so much traveling. And, um, it's just so funny, but Aww. you know, that what, what it's also, uh, about is like, um, clarity, you know, aligned action, that kind of thing. And boy, there's a lot of clarity this year. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, I don't, and I was thinking about, you know, I, uh, I don't really have anything on the horizon in terms of 
um, normally I have like a plan for an accountability project or I'm really jazzed about this or that. And I was just sitting here with my gratitude journal. Um, this year I collage my feelings every day. I would find an image that it was almost like a secret code language, Sandra, like nobody would know necessarily by me picking a woman hanging laundry, you know, like what my feeling was that day. But I know because she looks like an Italian woman with an apron on and a headscarf and she's hanging laundry. And um, I was really sad about us not going to Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that picture was, and she looks very stern and kind of purposeful while she's hanging up this laundry with clothespins. And um, the feeling was just, yeah, a little bit of loss and grief and sadness. Um, and then the next day, you know, I got this gal wearing like a gold lame shirt um, looking real sexy. And that's how I felt that day. And so my, my, my gratitude lists have been, um, um, kind of explored through feelings this year. And Mm -hmm. I'm happy that it went that way. It didn't start off that way, but I changed my mind a couple weeks into the year. And I was like, no, I'm going to do this. It seems like a different way. Um, I don't know if I'll continue that or not. We're going to have to just see since, again, since it's not January 1st, there is an energy that does take over after the calendar is flipped for me. Um, and so since we're recording this beforehand, it's hard to say for me, but um, I might, I might continue that practice. I think um, we'll see. I don't know. Do you have any, any other like practices or goals or reading or things that, you know? um, I guess the only other thing I'm going to work on and I can't, um, that I'm looking forward to is my, my little idea about the zine, the hot flash scene. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be my levity for the year. So I thought maybe I would, you know, have enough content to work on, you know, then how I was going to publish it or whatever, but that, you know, that didn't happen. Things are much slower. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Things are go at a much slower pace than I anticipate. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to working on that in the beginning of the year. And yeah, that's going to be my fun and my subver- subversiveness and levity for 2021 is working on hot flash. Zine. I love it. I love so, it. Still taking um, submissions. If anyone has any submissions they would like, I hope they'll have a wonderful picture from you already. I have another piece of art. And if anybody has any short essays or just anything that's, just make us laugh. Yeah. We need some levity. <laughs> that would be good. Well, I know we didn't talk about this beforehand and we alluded to it and well, we didn't allude. We actually said it in our last episode about us taking a break. Mm, right. Um, I'm looking, I'm, I don't know what that's going to look like and we can hammer out the details, but Sandra, I need, I need one. So, so desperately. Yeah. We're, we're going to take a break. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I have forgotten about that. Um, yeah, we're going to take a break. I, um, I have other things obviously that I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And even though this is just one thing, um, cause I'm not taking a break from every, all the things I still have to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it, I'm looking forward to having one less thing because yeah. this does take up time. Yeah. It takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful I mean, we say this all the time, but it's, it's, it's just, it's so true for our community and we will still continue to do our get unruffled calls, um, on Sundays. And I was even thinking about that, Sandra. I mean, we could, we could, um, do every other of, if we did want to break even from that, you know what I mean? Like, 
we can figure it out. Like if one of us hosts one week, one of us, depending on what our bandwidth is or how much we need it or want it. I don't want to lose that Sunday connection with the, no, with I don't the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so that won't change. Uh, but I do feel like um, there's almost 200 episodes. I know that if someone needs an episode, they can go into the archives and listen to things. Oh, um, I know our listeners are just yeah. fine with us taking a break. And, yeah. you know, and, and again, we haven't hammered out the details, but it would most likely be February, which is the shortest month of the year. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Fine. But, but like you said about unplugging your computer, you know, I think, I think unplugging it, um, yeah. unplugging the podcast for four weeks and plugging it back in, just mm-hmm. maybe make it work a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's again, we're on autopilot when we do it, but there's a lot of moving parts that, that nobody sees <laughs> that have to be done. And, um, and I just think also just the brain space for something new to be born or to be cultivated or um, shepherded into the world. Like it sounds all these things that we want to do. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it, it's going to be a time for rest and I'm going to be moving and packing and changing households after living here for 14 years. Mm. So my change will uh, move into the new year, um, those first couple months and to get resettled and that energy for me. I'm just, I just need some, that's going to take a lot of bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is right on time and um, I'm just grateful for all the people that came on last year and I'm looking forward to, yeah, that you're going to be tending to your things. I'm going to be expanding um, as well. I mean, this is like right on time for us to take a break and we've been doing this for almost four years in a row every single week. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. proud of us. Me too. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to share three things? I, I jotted three things down okay. while, we've, um, while we've been talking. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to start? Sure. Okay. So, For our uh, Unruffled Toolbox, this is the, yes. sorry, this is the part of the show where we share uh, three things that are working in our recovery and our creativity, just things we're digging that, um, you know, maybe a listener mm-hmm. wants to jot down too, and maybe it might work for them. So what you got, Sandra? Are you there? Okay. So my first one is I've been reading a lot this, uh, yeah. Am I, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, I can't. Okay. Um, I've been reading a lot, uh, the last couple of weeks with my downtime and, um, uh, one of the books I've been reading is this book by Elizabeth Lesser called Broken, Broken Open, How Difficult Times Can Help Us Grow. It's really a great book very fitting for now. Um, But she shares at the beginning of each uh, chapter, she shares a little couple of lines of poetry and she shared a lot of roomy poetry, which I, I feel like I, you know, sometimes I think I've read so much roomy poetry that's shared on Instagram or whatever, but all of these lines that she shared, I've, I've never read before. Hmm. And um, so the one and on the chapter that I was reading today, just really like made me tear up. It's beautiful. I'll read it. Only take a second. Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down the dulcimer. Let the beauty we love be what we do. 
there are hundreds of ways to kiss the ground. Mm. Anyway, that's beautiful. I know, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, my thing, I was thinking about New Year things, and I know I've shared this in the past, but I'm going to share it again. I like to write my word of the year on an index card. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's the first time I did it back in 2010. She had us writing on an index card. So it's almost like a little ritual. I like to write my word of the year on an index card, put the year underneath it, and I keep it on my desk. I keep it where I can see it. I have it taped up on a little pencil holder that I have, a Lucite pencil holder. I see it every morning when I sit down at my desk all day long, right? It's there. And it reminds me to stay the course. And since my word is always a verb. It reminds me to stay in action towards that in little ways, you know, and just that it's kind of, um, it's not far from my thoughts. So that mm. is my, a tool that I use to kind of uh, not forget like a resolution. Like usually I break resolutions by day three, but um, I don't want to forget what I picked and what my, what my kind of my compass is for the year. So that's my tool is an index card with your word of the year on it. I like that. I've never done that before. Maybe I'll do that. Oh. Um, my next one is just long walks. I've been taking lots of long, mm. very long walks yeah. <laughs> um, the past couple of weeks. And uh, those are, oh, they serve many purposes, but probably the main one is that it just helps to keep my, my overactive monkey mind <laughs> settled. <laughs> um, especially if I walk in mindfulness, like do mindfulness based walking, which I didn't make that up. Somebody else did, but mm. you know, it's just kind of taking in your view and it keeps you present. I like that. So, um, so two for me, <clears throat> excuse me, is, um, I, I kept this desk calendar that I use and it's from Moleskin and it's a weekly notebook. And I like having a desk calendar on, you know, a physical calendar. It's one of my tools oh, that same. I use every Sunday. I love oh, it. Same. I love it. I mean, I use it every day, but so I get the same one every year and, um, on the front of it, like just this week, I love just kind of transitioning from, you know, 2020 to 2021 and all the, the journals and the calendars and the pencils and whatever. Um, but I put a sticker on the front of it with the year um, and I put my word of the year on the front of it. So I did that and that's expand. And then I, every Sunday, jot down my week, you know, from my computer calendar and I put in my appointments and I put in the, the, the big things that need to get done. There's, there's a side on the right-hand side that's just for notes. Um, but having a paper calendar keeps me off of my phone, keeps me off of my computer. I can have it shut more throughout the day, but it is just this little touchstone in the morning that I look at before I open anything up, you know, before I have my, um, before I pour my tea, I kind of walk over to my desk and just say like, what's the day look like? Um, and when I don't do that, or I look at it at night before I go to bed too, Sandra, because if I don't, sometimes I'll be like, what? We're recording a what? We're doing what in the morning? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I check in at night on it, but having it open all day long, it's just kind of this beautiful way of just kind of visually, I'm such a visual person. So mm -hmm. that's my, um, having a, having a paper analog desk calendar is my. Oh, I live by my, my paper calendar. As a matter of fact, I don't have a digital calendar. And so 
Yeah. I, same. I look at it at night. I feel like, yeah, like what my day looks like the next day I live by my paper calendar. So yeah, I'm old and old school. (laughs) I like that about you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my last one, I guess I would not be um, an Enneagram seven without, you know, doing lots of dreaming and scheming, like I mentioned earlier. (laughs) And it's like my favorite thing to do this time of year is just to sit in my chair by the window, stare out the window and just do lots of dreaming and scheming of, you know, how I want to feel and what I want to do and what feels right and all of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my last. This is the time. Yeah. This is the time to do it. Just kind of that beginning, you know, we're just entering the portal of 2021 and time to think about it and reflect and project yep. and plan and yep. scheme. I love it. Um, so I gave this, I gave this uh, a tool uh, last year, but I'm going to go ahead and give it again this year. I have a friend that I met in, um, at a writing retreat uh, at Wright Doe Bay about seven years ago. And she has a little company called Dear Hazel. It's D-E-E-R and then Hazel on Instagram. And I order a brass ring from her every year with my word of the year on it. And so when I, I ordered expand from her a couple of weeks ago, and then when I thought I was going to change my mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to order a different ring, um, <laughs> which is fine. Cause I think they're like $15 and, um, and then I didn't end up, so I haven't received it yet, but I like to wear it on my, um, Sasha calls it my Jupiter finger, right? Your index finger said so it's a very powerful finger. And so I like to wear my word of the year throughout the year as well. Again, kind of as like this little, um, quiet reminder of what I chose. Mm, so, you've given me a few and I love them. Oh, good. Yeah. They're, I love, um, they're just simple and expandable, you know, kind of, they can fit anybody. Um, yeah. Cause it's kind of open. You can adjust it. Um, but let me, I'm just going to look here. It's on Instagram, dear underscore Hazel. And, um, yeah, you can look at their, their stuff there if anybody's interested in that practice, but I just, I kind of like it. I like to kind of embody the word for the year. So yeah, they're very last. sweet. I love it. I love yeah. it. That's it. Okay. We did Happy it. Happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. I feel, uh, I feel like this was like a somber episode. <laughs> I know a little bit, <laughs> but, um, that's just how it is. Right. That's just how it is. Right. Recording this. We're, we're, we're not, we're, if not nothing, we're real. We're very, we're just very real about what's going on here. Yeah. And I just, I'm looking forward to the coming year and, um, yeah. And I don't know, even change see the word change from last year. We've always just been so dedicated to coming every week. And I just, I really feel like taking this break, and telling our listeners that we're taking a break instead of just ghosting them, right? <laughs> or just quietly doing that. Like we would never do that. But there have been podcasts that have done that, and everybody's like, "Huh, where did they go?" We're coming back. We'll be yes. back. We, we just will need be a little back. pause, so we'll keep you posted in the next couple of weeks. Um, but next week we have a very exciting guest. Next week, so I can't wait. I we want to give a teaser for either. that. Do you want to say? Oh, we should, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. We asked our friend Natha Campanella to come back on the podcast and she eagerly said yes with all caps and mm-hmm. exclamation points. And um, yeah, we're so excited. We're going to, 
you know, we, Tammy and I want to talk about ourselves some, of course. So we're going <laughs> to reflect on some of the readings that we've gotten from her and how they played out in our lives. But then we're going to tap into, into Natha's um, astrological wisdom mm-hmm. to see if she can give us a few highlights or projections for um, 2021. So if you're into yeah. that, which if you're not, well, hello. Yeah, well. <laughs> Well, they don't have to. Yeah, you don't, don't have to be into it. <laughs> you don't have to be into it. Actually, Noth is just yeah so wise, so wise, um, and generous, and she's um very, very knowledgeable astrologer. And so, um, anyway, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking yep. forward to it. All right. Well, have a good New Year. Happy, happy New Year, my friend. And I'm happy to go into this year with happy. you. Happy. Oh, same. Happy New Year. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.